0: The plunge is always scary.
1: But taking it always pays off. So without succumbing to fear, let's dive in. Alright, we're back. Yeah, we are, we're <laughs> back in the original studio. <laughs> and back at this introduction again because Judah's vocal levels are always louder than mine. Yeah, we have to make some adjustments and then rewind. And every time we have to do it, we go, all right, we're back. It's like a Groundhog Day. Yeah, and the words we're back become even more and more applicable each time <laughs> that we say it. Yeah. All right. Hopefully now that the levels look good. They
0: look good now. Yeah, we're really here every week. So We came back another extra time
1: What's f- one 30
0: seconds? Yeah, what's one more time
1: Nah, because I think we we come back multiple times each week So really the number of times <laughs> that we're back and actually like on three the times a week. <laughs> we're back Exactly all right, I don't know where, where, where we want to go. I guess we, we should probably just like wrap up the ends of last week's thing. Should we wrap, wrap that stuff up? Yeah, how's the semester of, of uh, learning been so far?
0: It's good. Very good. Um, there's definitely some s- cycles within. I noticed myself like I lost my inspiration for a little moment for a few days, but I kept to my schedule. And so maybe I wasn't like as efficient as I could have been because I you know, I just wasn't learning, reading my books as fast. But the schedule was there. I was going to the gym every day, although I made modifications to that. Uh, but you know, the schedule was there. I was waking up early, meditating every day, not watching Netflix or listening to podcasts except for very, you know, only during limited times. Uh, so it's really good. The gym, I realized I was going to the gym every day lifting heavy and my body could not handle. No. <laughs> so I went to yoga yesterday. Uh, today I went to the gym and I'm gonna start, I think, mixing in like two days a week yoga and then maybe, we'll see, we'll see how I feel then in the gym every other day and then maybe even one more day a week yoga.
1: Nice. Fine, slight modifications but you've been keeping, the, the schedule is helpful when the inspiration goes basically. Yes. Yeah, so that's that's been my experience. I just focused on the streaks, like we discussed. I just continued doing what I was doing. I kept my lifting. I kept my meditating. Um, and I emerged very quickly from the slump. It was a, a momentary dip.
0: Yeah, I, th- I, s- I thought I
1: told you that. I said, it seems like you're going to come out very soon. Yeah, yeah, so I was, it was good. I don't even remember how I felt. You know, I just know <laughs> I it, it came out. I'm not... Still not like how I was in the beginning with the inspiration. Every moment being accounted for and not wasting any time. Like I still will um, waste time listening to podcasts that are wasteful. But you know, for for the most part, I'm um, I'm doing you know well. I've been doing. Oh, I edit typing lessons daily. Oh wow, you're learning to type without properly. your two fingers. Properly, so I found that I'm a very fast typer with my two fingers. I type like sixty words per minute. Really? Okay, that's pretty. And good. And I barely make any mistakes so i don't know it, it will also what i realize is so they give you typing drills like to type what it says on the screen that i'm slow at because i have to look up but that's irrelevant to me because i never type like that because mm-hmm, you look so you look at the keyboard when right Right, and also right so but when i type from my brain like i said all right i'll time myself two minutes i'll write an email let's see how many words i could write yeah i wrote 122 words most people have a harder time with that because their brain think. slows them down, yeah. but me, my brain is Your not an fingers slow down. Which is interesting, so that means that for me it really could be very valuable. Like if I could type 100 words per minute, I would actually be able to type 100 yeah. words per minute.
0: And it could be interesting if you could look at the screen as you write because as you're thinking of what to write, you could also see what you already wrote.
1: Yeah, I just feel like it's a good, it's like learning to play piano. I feel like yeah. you're getting dexterity across the fingers. Yeah working on your memory. It seems like a decent project. In general, I think they say, you know, learning to do
0: new actions with your body parts, uh, it causes actual
1: development in their brain. Right, that's what it would seem like. So it seems like a fun project. Um, I'm a little concerned that I'm never gonna surpass. 60 words per minute, like you're switching. Right now I'm at 15 in the other system. Well, no, you're definitely gonna pass that. Right, but the question is, will I ever get, like how quickly will I get past 60? Because I only have a month of this in me. If in a month I'm not quicker or comparable. I think in a month it'll be comparable. That's what I think too, so I'm I'm doing it, but. Yeah. You'll see, worst comes to worst, it was an interesting experiment. Exactly, and I learned a new skill and whatever, or I didn't learn a new skill. (laughs) Yeah, or you didn't learn a new skill but i definitely learned something i mean my fingers could have more dexterity in my fingers yeah. so i added that to the schedule of typing every day but like i'm still not like just beasting you know where every second's being used you're you're closer to that no i'm not beasting but there's not much that i
0: there's not much that sucks my time away without me realizing it like i'm not spending a lot of time on my phone you know in some random uh vacuum like the time that i'm not efficient is when i'm talking to friends talking on the phone with friends phone calls not texts which is acceptable which is i think acceptable Mm -hmm. and then i make my meals uh fairly slowly my meals are like a relaxing ordeal right but other than that you know i i think I, i Enjoy my nonfiction book that I read at night better because it's a break from everything else. I'm doing mm-hmm. Which is interesting. It's like a, a good tactic maybe to get yourself to enjoy Like it's almost my favorite part of the day is when I get to finally get to read my book about
1: grain It's like the uh, Brussels sprouts on the meditation retreat kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly Brussels sprouts, but something like that <laughs> Exactly right. It's just so much co- uh, like oh when I was in Israel for the year. I was so bored I used to say, there's a quote in the Torah, ba boked mi ten Erevu, ba erev tomad mi ten boked, that during the day uh, you're going to beg when will it be night already, and when it's night you'll beg when is it going to be day already, because you're being persecuted and killed, but you're just waiting for your days to end. So I used to say that about my year in Israel, and I also used to say that the only thing that is different each day is my flavored tea bag. <laughs> <laughs> the Sufiya that we're learning, and my flavor tea bag. <laughs> so it's like the, your nonfiction is like my tea bag. <laughs> you had tea every day in
0: Israel. Yeah. Uh, so even then. I guess yeah, so. Love Roots to. back. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. I want to get my tea now. Um, <laughs> so yeah. So you're being much more. That's good. I've been so I, I've been not sleeping with any technology in my room. I moved all my charges okay. out. that's great. You made that shortcut with the meditate. I worked on the shortcut to be better for me. So every morning I wake up, first thing I should do is meditate. I shouldn't look at my phone, but you open it and then there's alerts on the mail. So you have to check what the alerts are, even though it's in Do Not Disturb. So uh, Judah helped me work on a Siri shortcut and I sharpened it um, that I say, Hey Siri, meditate. And it takes me right to my meditating screen. So I don't have to see any other screens. Um, So I realized that I want to see how long I slept for before I meditate, like before I just need meditate. to know. Okay. So now I change the app to open auto sleep, show me my sleep and then pause eight seconds and then open my meditation. Yeah. Yeah, so this is something interesting. We're touching on visual aesthetics um, in terms of apps. Um, and I think it's something we've spoken about before, but there is something in, in, innate in humans that wants this physical beauty, you know, whether it be in a mate, Or also like I started getting into, I make my food and I use very fancy serving dishes to eat my meals on. Like fancy, those nut plates you saw, I have this big piece of wood that I put my plates on (laughs) and I'll I'll just eat on them. Um, You know, what is it in humans that has this, what is it that we're looking for in terms of design and why do we have this um, desire for design, you know, an aesthetic appreciation. Like there seems to be something almost noble about it like a perfect you know like god is clean and perfect and so should something that visually looks good like almost that you know where it seems like it has a there's a if you see someone who looks gross they're on a lower level than someone Mm -hmm. who looks good you know like it's a it's not just Mm
0: -hmm. yeah it's like it it cuts through like it's very deep within us we have these feelings I also when I make my uh, eggs, mm. so I put cheese in the eggs, and then before I finish, I fold the, the omelet in half, so I have a semicircle, and then I have also avocado on my plate, and I do not want the egg with the semi, the circle part of the semicircle on the inside of my plate. I want it on the outside of the plate, so it lines up with the curvature of the plate. Mm. Right. So like I'd like to to have it set up properly, so it looks nice.
1: Right. Is this like a bug in, you know, we we develop faculties to discern poison things from non-poison things and whatever, and then these are just all the repercussions, or is there, I mean, I don't know what more there could be, but... So I I see two two reasons that
0: this would develop, and obviously this has gone beyond that, but one, it developed in some sort of, like, organization uh, gene, right, like, it... If we stay organized, people who are organized could keep track of their stuff better. They know if anyone's stealing from them. They spend, spend less time in an emergency getting what they need, uh, something like that. Mm. And two is that it, develop, it's par, it was part of our sense of beauty developing, which was used for uh, selection, mate selection. Right. And the beauty evolution is also fascinating.
1: Right, mate selection. Yeah. Right, we listened to that good podcast. Evolution of
0: Beauty. Yeah. Uh, Should we link to that
1: if we can? (laughs) Yeah, we could link to that in the show notes. It was on a a bird that.
0: It was about birds in general, how they have this sense of beauty that at at the current moment is clearly not practical. It's like human sense of beauty. Like, we'll have art. Right? Like we use beauty for and it has no survival part. So the way beauty uh these these birds mate is like the male will perform a dance. And if the female finds the dance attractive, then she'll come to him. And the dance isn't isn't uh displaying athleticism fitness or more, athle- right. athleticism. It's really just like this art that the birds are making and their feathers you know are made are artistic
1: right i guess it hits on the whole art piece is yeah. is another right art seems to have something uh that's you know more to it than just it, it is surpassed this evolution piece
0: yeah there's this it we've come to the point where you have an abstract idea of beauty which in it of itself is just beauty right, right? like it it was born out of this mating selection process.
1: Maybe, but it's maybe. something that could be developed and made better and changed also, which yeah. is weird. What but there's
0: not really made better. Like if today we find red beautiful and tomorrow we find blue be- beautiful, it's not that no, one's better. So it better. seems,
1: so I specific with that, that it seems like it, it, it's a better, maybe. To doesn't. us it seems yeah. better,
0: yeah. So our concept of beauty is, is evolving as well.
1: Right. you definitely see with you know the cycles of, of beauty or whatever that yeah. things that were once then become beautiful again but right it seems like it's becoming better which is weird
0: yeah well maybe that's always us we think where we're at is better than than right the past like we think of the past you know barbarians less civilized less educated we're enlightened that's just another hu- uh, human part of psychology
1: right But there, yeah. What is it about beauty? Like now it's just its own thing. and We just have it. It's part of our genes. It happened to have some kind of evolutionary benefit at one point, but now it's detached from its evolutionary benefit and it's just running on its own that we want beauty. And what does it yeah. mean, though? There's meaning to what we find beauty. Is beautiful is also, I think, the point. Like there's apps that we find beautiful. It says something about our mind and about the state of man, that this is what they would find beautiful at this time. So in a time where things are very cluttered, I don't know, whatever, and then it needed to be clean, or I don't know, I don't know what it is.
0: It says something about us as individuals, as what we find beautiful, or as a society, or both. both? Both. Yeah, I wonder like how much of everything else that's part of us. Does it, does it speak to, right? Like, if you look at someone's sense of beauty, how much could you tell about them,
1: just based on their sense of beauty? Just
0: on what they find beautiful,
1: how probably tell like their socioeconomic status. You could probably tell, probably tell, tell. Everything. Probably I tell I a good if amount if you have enough information.
0: So I, I, I guess that, in the process of evolution, this concept of beauty was was hatched, right? The Evolution said the humans this, the humans that have this concept of beauty, or maybe we weren't even humans at that point, the animals that have this concept of beauty are better at uh, mate selection. And so this sense of beauty, at first it was small, right? It was just the ones that are prefer certain traits, right? The humans that prefer whatever. And so beauty was born, but it's a part of our mind, and so it's linked to everything else, I guess. And... So then well, the, well, you know, what we think on things Rec- that are completely unrelated to beauty. It's not random,
1: beauty. right, because what caused you to even want to select that beauty yeah. thing? What part of you, other part of you that was more important was it attached to or whatever? Yeah.
0: And then what part of our sense of beauty we decide to give uh, credence to?
1: And how much of it is innate and how much of it is is cultural?
0: Yeah, a lot of it's cultural. But even the cultural stuff, it's all built on the beauty the idea of beauty that we have in our heads
1: the way that our innate uh, desire for beauty is responding to the cultural influences yeah. yields our perception of beauty yeah if
0: we didn't have that that a uh, natural desire for beauty or appreciation for beauty or whatever it is then we wouldn't exactly we wouldn't respond to uh, cultural beauty in the same way
1: what kind of meaning is there in a project like that though to just pursue beauty like that's full-time projects for people.
0: Well, what kind of meaning is there in in anything we (laughs) we do? Right, I think it just, beauty is one of the things that our brains are programmed to appreciate. The same way making money is one of the things. But it seems
1: almost like knowledge, like that it's something that can be further cultivated, or or truth, that you can work on it and keep pushing it. And uh, it's like a puzzle. You want to make something that people respond to and say, wow, that's beautiful and you could push, and, and there's things that people don't even know that they would think is beautiful that they could say, oh, wow, that's beautiful. So you're like, if you're the artist, you're just like pushing on all these buttons, and maybe it's something that you anticipate that they will find beautiful in, in the future, you know, but they, you have a better sense of where the beauty gene is at than they have. Uh-huh,
0: yeah. Yeah, that's interesting that I don't know if, beauty, it's sort of related to what you said and also related to what you said earlier about beauty getting better or seems to get better. I think what really happens is the way we relate to to art, not the way we relate to art, the way the art relates to us changes over time, right? So when an artist makes a piece of work, he's playing to a certain time period, a certain culture that he understands, which is really all himself. As As society changes, we don't really... Understand the old art as much. Right, we read Shakespeare, and there's this uh, linguistic right. barrier, because that's not. And, really and the speak. themes
1: that he's hitting, or themes, the themes that we're hitting on, hitting you hard. Okay.
0: Yeah, are themes from the time, and so that's why modern
1: art. And I guess ones that hit on universal themes, he didn't get caught up in the petty theme. This is a, a universal human theme, and that's like, wow, how could something written then have hit on something that's so human?
0: Yeah. And I guess that's part of why people still still enjoy his stories.
1: And it's so. even more re- remarkable the older something is for it to still be touching on themes. Like, oh, this is a part of the human story. Like, it, it's more true because it's devoid of culture. Yeah. In a culture that was so different, it was still able to speak to something that is truly human and not a yes. human of the United States or a human of time and place.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. It, it, if it's old, it signifies... Uh, the truth of it
1: right like this has been a story for forever you might say oh people are jealous these days because of social media it's like no jealousy is something that was always there across time and this is something that that shows that Uh, that's interesting
0: so if they if they touch on deep truths and they're ones that are accessible enough right they're not the truth is not the as long as the truth isn't delivered in a medium that we can no longer understand right like if it's written in a different language or if it's expressed through cultural ideas that we don't understand anymore, then the art will maintain its beauty. Right, timeless. Modern art is more likely, we're more likely to understand it in general just because it's our language, it's made for us.
1: So it's interesting with music now how much to see that people are really listening to more, I think, music that's out right now. Maybe that's not the case. Maybe we have access to more old music. I don't know, but it's an interesting thing with me like there was a time where I was listening to everything that came out on the day that it came out like a, a yearning desire to be a part of the current to understand what's current to understand the moment y- that you're in to own the newest technology to ride the wave in its fullest uh, you know to be right there at the cutting edge um, but then there's also like we could go back and we already know which things have proven to, been to be timeless yeah and those things are definitely hitting on the musical themes that are the ones that are the most important that are gonna continue. Yeah, you could spend your
0: time more efficiently by saying, no, let me just take the stories that already are, have been successful.
1: Right, it's kinda what we're hitting on with the stories, exactly. Yeah. Mickey says that, uh, I don't know who that is, but um, I don't know any other characters. Elmo. Il- Elmo <laughs> says that, that he, why would I watch a new movie? If I know the classics, everyone says this is one of the best of all time. Wouldn't I would just rather that? What am I gonna watch a current one?
0: <laughs> yeah sure, but the car- on the current movies, like we already do have reviews on them, and
1: and I also feel like they're touching on something that's about this moment that makes it so intoxicating like yeah. it it's gonna hit me harder because it still knows exactly where I'm at, you know, like it has that potential to speak to things that I'm feeling more to speak to a moment,
0: yeah, so maybe there's a a balance of i I wouldn't really like. I wouldn't go to the go to the theaters and watch a movie blind, like not knowing what I'm going into. No. So we still are selecting based on based on what people. But are I give
1: about a lot of it. credence to current movies. Yeah. More credence to current movies, and there seems to be a point in your life where you stop to do that, where like being on trend becomes less important you to stop you.
0: Stop caring about being on trend.
1: Yeah, and you start to realize that the, the trend that you're on, you could only. Ch- it's like chasing youth. It's you yeah. can only youth is just a minute it's only new for the second that it's new he conceived the movie two years ago how much is it really speaking to this moment Mm -hmm.
0: also on I think when you get old you stop trying to be on trend because you can't be on trend the the new stuff isn't speaking to you you just won't understand it as much
1: but I do think there's going to be now sub trends being made for. So, what is a what is an old person at right now, and what speaks to an old person right now? Yeah. You know, why is that not being created? That should be being created.
0: Yeah, I guess so. There, there's less demand for it; it's less profitable. Or maybe as we age, we get more that we get more diverse, and it's harder to just market one product towards all of us. We're a less marketable crowd because our our wants or our trends are, are more diverse.
1: But that might be even easier. We're in these boxes that we could easily create products for or whatever, I don't know. Yeah. It is strange, I mean, maybe it is is being created and we just don't know about it, but I don't hear of like a big older person art scene. Maybe as time passes, yeah, your perception of time, it just becomes less important that it's immediate because you know more about what space is and, and that the right now is not as big of a deal as you think it is. It's just a small moment. It, you know, Moments become less valuable. So to skip back multiple moments, or it could just be something about your brain because your brain is not regenerating new growth. There's no peace that's seeking for new, newness to attach to or something like that.
0: Hmm. Interesting. So maybe the, the brain is developed enough. It's just, so they're not craving content in general as much? Or it's just newness though?
1: They want old content, correct, new content. There's nothing new that's trying to grow. Like right now our brain might want to grow. It's like desiring new neural connections. And so it's still telling us to seek new, seek new. And then maybe at that point it's like, just take care of old. Um, Yeah.
0: So I wonder if it is, maybe it's beneficial when you're older to stay on top of the new stuff because you're forcing your brain to experience new ideas as opposed to letting yourself fall into yeah, I definitely the echo chamber that. of old ideas. Right,
1: I definitely think that, but that's coming from my perspective, you know, from...
0: <laughs> from your perspective, your brain that's wired to want new exactly. things. Exactly,
1: I think that that's how you die, but maybe that's what's supposed to happen, that you're supposed to uh, move into that gracefully and not uh, try to yeah. cling to find new things. There's no growth to be had.
0: Maybe that's how you, how you achieve peace.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> just like i don't need to chase the new thing yeah exactly already tons of content there let me just watch the things i understand
1: exactly i've let me revisit all the old moments that i already created i've created so many of them I, if i make any more of them i can't even find them yeah.
0: i don't need to always be adventurous
1: because i've seen everything i could see that's it now it's time for me just to reflect on what i've seen
0: but that start. i think that starts way too early like Maybe well, so if we're going to live longer, a, then yeah, this, uh, thats exactly what, what, I'm, what I'm thinking. We used to die, let's say, 50, 60. How long, right? How long did we live? So, uh, probably, maybe even earlier than fifty. So our pace, our pace of, of uh, you know, becoming peaceful and not chasing the new thing. Okay, so at 30, you could, you could stop chasing the new thing, or at 35.
1: It hits on like the retirement age also. Yeah. Like, now they want to make the retirement age later because people are functioning later. You, can't, you have to keep yeah. working, which I think is probably true. If you're going to live longer, you need to keep working. And so your brain is going to need to be able to continue to grow for longer. Yeah.
0: And you're going to get mm-hmm. bored
1: <clears throat> if you're not
0: experiencing anything new from the age of 35 to 100. By the time you, you know, 80 comes around, you're just, that's it, you're, you're bored. Mm. So maybe you have to push off the time of peace for a while.
1: I told you about that video I was watching. It was from a Cortex Gray, CGP Gray. It was who says that death is this inevitable thing that we must all face. It's like, no, death is the worst disease that ever has struck man. Because what do you mean, if someone told you that they would take your beautiful kid and he would start to wrinkle and, you know, get sick, you would say this is a curse, one of the biggest curses ever. So why do we accept it with ourselves? We're all infected with the worst disease ever, death, and we should. the only way we're going to not die is if we refuse to accept that it's inevitable.
0: <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think everyone thinks it's inevitable now.
1: Right, so I mean, it was made recently, so it's That's definitely funny. touching on that, yeah.
0: I definitely don't expect to die before, before 100.
1: Well, but we could die from an accident. There's like a decent probability or like a disease. Everything it's very low you do. Why? Wow, cancer, that's some probability of yeah, getting okay, that.
0: Okay, but by the time cancer will
1: come I feel like I, I might be disposed to Alzheimer's. No, I feel like I might have early onsetting <laughs> Alzheimer's. You think so? Wait, what's going on with my memory is that not normal. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Early on, said I've had it since I've <laughs> I was fifteen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's crazy. We had a much better memory. I don't know what happened. Another character in our family, um, used to remember every single surf session, yeah, for years. All that Wednesday night on, and years later, he would be able to, to talk about it. And what happened is, memory you can't remember anything so you now. That's
0: it technology, once you got the smartphone, no, no,
1: I think it has something to do with age. The age.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess there's just more in the brain. That's it. You know, there's more to remember. We can't remember all the small things now. We have to save space for more important stuff.
1: How important is memory? Should we be wearing cameras on our face and taking pictures of every day and having elaborate journals that we return to, um, so that we wow. know what happened in every day? Gives you much better context for your life. I, But
0: I don't think reviewing it in person, watching the content is an efficient way of reviewing it. No, it's like,
1: whatever, some kind of, the technology would do it eventually for us. Like they give me your year recap and they show me a bunch of pictures. You're on the beach and they'll show me all the times that I was on the beach or I don't know. Like I meet people and I literally, I think I said this last time, did I? That they think that they have this relationship with me but I don't recall any of it. (laughs) I don't know who they are. So like, I don't know what kind, we don't have a relationship like, they have a relationship with me, but I don't know who they are. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's a, it's a big problem. Like we
1: have these shared memories, but I don't have them. <laughs> it's weird because yeah. they have this relationship and theirs is probably closer to right. But like, if I don't have the memories, then it's like, it didn't happen.
0: It didn't happen. <laughs>
1: it didn't happen. I can't, there's nothing I could do with it, with it that it happened.
0: It's crazy.
1: So like maybe memory is very important.
0: Yeah. I mean, there, there are ways to work on your memory.
1: But I mean, maybe like having everything in there yeah. in a way that you could review it and whatever. Is I think having, having
0: data that a computer could review is going to be very useful. I don't know. if like, what am I going to do with recordings of everything? No, pictures? like,
1: okay, so there's this good app that uh, some of my friends used. It's uh, a second a day or something. You take a couple of pictures a day and it turns it into a slideshow for you. Over time. It, like a, a one-minute slideshow. Uh-huh, that's nice and it's like this blitz of just like whatever you thought about that day. So it's just a reminder of... Of where you, yeah, where you've been, I don't know. That's interesting.
0: I don't know I don't know if I would ever really take the time, like I take pictures on my phone, when do I ever go through those? And those are like... No, but this
1: is the app is the point of it. You take it and then you watch yeah. it. I don't know if I would watch but it. I like my social media and I barely use it because it's this diary of all my good pictures. Yeah.
0: Do you go through it every?
1: Yeah, any, like, I know which pictures are on it. If someone asks me about something and I don't put enough things on it, I don't think. Like, I should really put much more. I should post more,
0: that's interesting.
1: Like for me, if no one was following me, I should post more.
0: Yeah, as a journal. Yeah. Because well, people are following you, you don't post Correct. more. Correct. So you should have a second account. Correct. With no followers that you just post what you wanna post. Yeah.
1: Or I should just post on my account. It, it's not for other people. It's for me. These are the things that I'm working on. This is the image of myself that I'm cultivating, and these pictures are what remind me of what it is that I'm trying to cultivate. Yeah.
0: So I started writing in the morning, a little journaling. Yeah, but I don't know if that's a reviewable format. It's too hard. To no, I go think pictures are better. Handwritten text, yeah.
1: Yeah, and the journaling doesn't really tell you where you're at. It just gives you like that one moment kind of thoughts yeah. or something. I don't know.
0: Yeah, but I'm not journaling because I want to have it in the future. I'm no. journaling just because I, I wake up and I'm like, you know what, let me just write it's a little bit. It's
1: supposed to be good for something aligning. It feels like a chiropractor journal. But also, it feels good. You, you just know? write it out, get whatever you want like to that's say a, out. Yeah, you just
0: got like, it's, uh, maybe it's like the Pensieve in Harry Potter. Like you, you took to, the yeah. memory, you took it out, like it was taking up space in your head and I just wrote it down and it's no longer taking up space yeah. in my head
1: there's different kinds of journaling like I was like stream of consciousness journaling which was fine I did not like doing it like I stopped I liked more when I was doing it in in, a, in accordance with my schedule mm-hmm. I was like set laying out goals but that became tiresome. maybe I should add journaling back into my uh, into the mix yeah.
0: also I, I don't I don't think journaling's a requirement like if I don't want to write anything out I'll, I'll write a sentence it's not I, I don't think it works well if there's like a if it's a must
1: But it has to be a must in order to get the days that you're supposed to get to the paper to be there.
0: So maybe you need to take the mindset of just like I just should just be in the gym, just write one sentence minimum. Correct, and that's it.
1: Yeah, I got much more into that, like with the streaks. Like, okay, I just need to meditate for twenty minutes. If it's not good, it's not good. There's nothing I could do about it. I'm just gonna do it.
0: Yeah, for sure. I meditate. I do the ten minutes of meditating, and like, if my mind was all over the place. I'm not upset, I meditated. That's This was my meditation, meditation session for the day.
1: Right, well with meditating, it's I guess a uh, specific because that's even, could be, you qualified as having meditated well. But like, even going to the gym or my typing, I'm just gonna do the best I can. It's not gonna be the most efficient, every moment of it is not. As long as I show up, I check the box, yeah. I check the box. Yeah,
0: so I have a friend who, uh, you know, I talked to him a lot about like Wim Hof stuff and interesting training ideas. And so I t- tell him, about, I tell him what, about what I do at the gym and I say, yeah, I just uh, you know run a little on the tre- on the treadmill. I said, I'm not doing, I don't do it too intense. He goes, really? He goes like, I, you know, when I go to the gym, he goes I, uh, he goes like, I, I run basically till I have to throw up.
1: Yeah, I and, told you.
0: And I was like, yeah, but I go to the gym every day. <laughs> you don't, yeah, you don't exactly. go to the gym. Yeah, I
1: saw a friend that doesn't go to the gym he goes, the guy's acting like he needs to start running triathlons. Yeah. He's dripping sweat. He's going crazy. It's like, what the heck is this? Yeah. What are you doing? Like,
0: If you could do that every day at the gym, good for you. you okay, you have grit. Right. But if you're going to say that's how you do it at the gym and then you never go to the gym, you don't go to the gym consistently, right. then obvi-
1: obviously you need to make a change. Right. Exactly. Fine. So That's the point. It's just getting there, creating a system where you get there. I guess that's what the prayer is kind of thing. Like, okay, the prayer is not perfect. I go there every day. Over the course of the years, I'm going to find ways to make it better at the moment when I realize that it needs to be worked on. Mm-hmm. And there should be some kind of system to review each of the, you know, the broad planning, what's going on in the gym. Yeah. But it doesn't need to be happening in a daily way. Yeah. Like, I set up a broad system. There's not daily decisions that are involved in the system. I could evaluate the results at the end of six months, at the end of three months, at the end of one month. Yeah. And then I could tweak it if, I, if need be.
0: Yeah. And the longer you've been going, then the less you need to review. Or like, if when you're first starting, you might want to try something for a week, make changes, then you settle in for a month, then you settle in right. for a few months.
1: But it is important to review it at least, whatever, and not atrophy in the system. But, like, it's not does not need meticulous day, yeah. daily grooming to the system. That's just going to be ta- too taxing.
0: So you have to set up, a, I guess, a maintainable, plausible system.
1: Where attendance is, is, like, I used to not value attendance that much. Yeah.
0: yeah, so the system should just require, you can't, the system can't have too strict requirements on what your thoughts are. 'Cause you can't really control that so much.
1: Right. Inspiration is not a must. No. That's it's what all it is.
0: <laughs> right.
1: Do they hot Kavana or are they in chot Kavana? Yeah.
0: And so I guess my favorite interpretation of that was that they don't need kavanah, Kavana and the reason it and but the only reason they don't need Kavanah is because ultimately you will have Kavana. Right. If you do it without kavanah, there's no path where it will come to you correct. doing it with kavanah. Then it's worthless.
1: Right. They're born from kavanah. A correct intention bore bore them. Yeah. You knew that they would do good. Yeah. You bore it, and then you don't have to have that moment of passion in each moment of your tending to your yeah. child or your lawn. But the more kavanah they have, the better. Like yeah. even with teaching, like okay, so idealistic thing drives you to educate, right? But then I've concluded as I got older, they don't need kavana, I don't need to love the kids in every moment. Just do the motions. Don't drive yourself nuts with the idealistic pieces that are hanging on it. But the more kavana it has, yeah. like uh, Big Bird once mentioned that to me. She goes like, oh, I feel like I haven't given this thing enough loving in a while, like one of the tasks that she's doing. And it's like, but you've been doing a lot of work for it. Yeah, yeah, but I haven't given it loving. Like loving is the kavana that you could give it when it's a real session. You know, like if you yeah a little whatever and yeah. then you'll do yoga and it's like oh this is what yoga is all about yeah. it has this yeah, i could feel it the shapes um you yeah. know and like you're like oh i want to have this kavana oh always
0: yeah so you have to give it a, a little loving once in a while
1: yeah revisit it with some kavana yeah
0: well that's the, the idea of the action but it? i
1: want to have kavana with all of them always that yeah. really yeah, when knows. i when i was saying last time that i wasn't inspired that's what it meant is there's no kavana behind Anything I don't have the the spark when I do it.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't know how we could control that
1: Well meditation is tra- kavana training. Yeah, so yeah, I think I that just that's
0: meditation is the solution
1: It's Kavanaugh training. I think cold showers is also kavana training because yeah, it forces it, you into the present. I've been doing heavier and heavier on like them. them, right? Yeah, They're great. They're not hard at all I thought they'd be so much harder than they yeah. were I start with hot not hot warm yeah. like I do start warm and then I do like a minute, two minutes, of very cold, and it's really not hard. Yeah. I'm shocked.
0: And it's exactly like Wim Hof says, It just pulls you into the present.
1: training. Through. It's crazy.
0: There's
1: nothing else going on in those moments. I like that. A good Kavanaugh training. So we're doing Kavanaugh training because I want everything to have that. Yeah. I know that I perform better when I have that. If and I, I journal better. every day like I have something to pour into it, I want to have all of, like, what is that juice, that kavana that you pour into things that if you do everything with, they're all just so good?
0: Yeah, I don't know. What is that, right? This is, this is like the problem that I think all high performers deal with, artists Yeah. and sports players.
1: Probably all humans.
0: All humans, yeah. But how could you just make sure or control when you're on? Maybe you can't always be on it and we have to choose when to use it. Like we just don't, I mean. Yeah, you have a
1: retention of juice and you have to only spill it on occasion. Yeah. Well, definitely like substances are a way to pull the juice out. Yeah, but they pull too much out. Yeah, and then you have less juice in the future days yeah. and you get addicted to the juice. That's really yeah. what's happening now with me. Like I'll, like I said, I'll smoke, but just to do, to do yoga or to meditate. Or to learn Torah, like literally, these are the reasons why I'm doing it, you know. Because I know if I do this task with it, I'll do it with real amelut, yeah. you know. And then like, it's good because I reconnect to the meaning of it. But then the next day, when I have to do the task again, I want it again. Yeah. Because why would I ever want to do it without the juice?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's <a laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I understand. I don't. I don't know what the. An- I guess the answer is that. You just can't, you can't use the magic juice too frequently because.
1: Or cause I think, is it like a gym thing? you train to use the juice, the more juice you use, not naturally, no. the more juice you use, the more you have. No, I don't think so. I don't think so.
0: I think the, the more, there's like, there, it's, a, it's a, there's a curve, right? If you start using a little, it boosts your natural levels. And you start using too much. And it starts decreasing your natural levels. And that sweet spot, I think, is very infrequent use.
1: Very infrequent use? Yeah. Of kavana or of substance of induced kavana?
0: Of substance induced.
1: Oh, I was talking about. Oh, I thought you were saying that. I'm
0: saying substance induced kavana. In the, with the right frequency, it, induces, it, it improves your natural kavana.
1: Even, let's not talk about illegal substance, even drinking on Shabbat, let's say, or something sure. like that, yeah. right? You're doing it to have joy with your family and to mm-hmm. get into this moment of connection with everyone. It reminds you about a way of being in this world that you could be and a way of experiencing Shabbat that you can have.
0: But it has to be a reminder, not a prerequisite to entering that moment. Correct, moral 100%. Mode. Yeah.
1: has to open like when i do yoga that way it's like oh this is what yoga is supposed to be Mm -hmm. you know i didn't i knew that i knew that but then i forgot that i knew that and now i remember that i knew that again and then
0: the next day you have to try to find that that same spot you you already have the reminder you now know what it's supposed to be right now you need to try to find it on your own that's the challenge
1: right but I thought you were saying that the juice in general needs to be used only infrequently. Uh, No, I don't think so. Like maybe like a never get too high kind of thing No, I think we could
0: train the juice. I think we Uh, could train ourselves to have more. I was misunderstanding
1: that, that's why I was shocked. Like I had a, I'm doing a program and whatever, I was in a situation and it was a good moment and like I just didn't even register that it was a moment to call on the juice. And like the moment just passed, you know? And it's just like, ah, that was one of the moments. But the fact that I put so much weight on the moments is what it could dis- distract my performance also, so I'm learning to put less weight on them. Mm-hmm. Like I, I want you know it to go great and I, so I'll think about it and I'll plan it meticulously and everything like that. But like I don't have enough energy to do that with everything. So it just causes me not to do things and not yeah. to get involved in things because I instead, what I've seen other people do is, Look, okay, that's a high level. The fact that you could hit that, that's great. You could flex. It's not necessary to hit that level. Just, you have to be there. You have to be consistent.
0: Well, maybe, maybe I I, I don't think I think this, but maybe we should just do less things and only do what we have inspiration for. Maybe we're doing too many things.
1: You can't, I don't know if you ever could have so much inspiration, though. Yeah. Consistent. I think we're we're trying, though, to to, uh, to find, you know, to be able to go to the gym and every time hit the workout with Kavana and yeah. every time to pray with Kavana and every time to... Yeah. So in high
0: school and in middle, middle school, I guess, I loved leaving my assignments to last minute. And the reason was because I think there are two types of inspiration or two types of juice, we'll call it. There's inspiration, which is more pure, and then there's like... Adrenaline, but not just adrenaline. A need. I'm screwed if I don't do anything it. born out of need. So when the assignments left the last minute, it's way more enjoyable to do because I could do it with this need. Right. I have this artificial inspiration that's born out of need. So I guess if you apply that idea back to my vision of how uh, humans or Homo erectus, and not necessarily Homo sapiens, used to live, it was probably like that, right? They would get food out of need build shelter out of need, like all the things they were doing out of need. And then any additional projects, uh, building tools, that would be done out of inspiration. They wouldn't really be doing anything else.
1: Mm-hmm. Need, 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 and, and inspiration. inspiration. Okay. So I like the piece... Right, so that's a similar kind of like a drug addiction, not addiction, but reliance on artificial ways to come to the juice.
0: Uh It just made their work more... It seems
1: like you can't be juice dependent. You have to be structure dependent, you know? Well,
0: nowadays, because we don't have enough need and there's not enough inspiration to drive you all that. We
1: have need, but but if you wait until the need comes knocking... It's too late. We're doing things that are
0: too complex nowadays.
1: Right. Or maybe it is the need yeah. that pushes you along on a daily basis, but you don't want to. That's the point also. You don't want to have to be nudged by need. But need is slave. a very uncomfortable sensation. You're also. A slave. Yeah. Also it's not a good feeling to be yeah. nudged into inspiration by need. Like we want to stay very far away from that kind of inspiration. Yeah. The inspiration we're talking about is like, um, I have complete abundance, and the world is just amazing, and I could just have these incredible moments, and like we want that yeah. to dictate our entire way of being. Uh-huh. Yeah, that, that's like uh, ruach hakodesh. kodesh Yeah, but we have it, yeah, like we, frequently. We tap into it sometimes. Frequently yeah. tap into it. And when I don't have it, it's just such a, like you, the longing for it is. Because you uh, know it's there. Like I, yeah, exactly. I want to do yoga every time and just be completely flowing with it. Why else am I doing it if I, that's yeah. the point is to do that.
0: so, yeah, so maybe that's why Sam uh, chased meditation, right? He He tripped a few times, and it was like, wow, there's this world out there. So we know the world's out there. Yeah, that's why I I do meditation.
1: Not because I tripped a few times, but because I know about the state of consciousness that I want to be in. Exactly.
0: So maybe we're already uh, at a pretty place like that. We're so aware that this state of inspiration
1: uh, Like my main training is inspiration training, if you think of meditation or yoga or... Mm -hmm. Right but but i think that what what i'm learning more and more is that inspiration is is nice but if you wait for the inspiration you can't depend on it yeah yeah and it's bad it's like a trick anyway it it's fleeting i guess with the meditation thing it's you could be present to a uninspired being like it might be that there is this euphoric state that when you when you're doing yoga right that The only times your presence peaks in is in the face of euphoria. So, oh, this feels so good. Let me be present to it. And then you're like, oh, this is amazing because it's euphoria and presence combined. Um, Whereas there is what to be present to in non euphoric states. Yeah. And maybe. And that's living
0: just as much.
1: And that could uh, eventually give you all of the juice satisfaction that you wanted and make those states pass through quicker. Yeah.
0: so by not craving the inspiration, we'll be more inspired.
1: Something like that, correct. Yeah. So, and by, and by creating the structure and doing it, let the moments of inspiration, that's what I was saying last time, give birth to mitzvah that are there for you in the moments of non-inspiration. And the fact that you're doing something that was born from inspiration, it makes it closer to inspiration than something that was not born from inspiration.
0: Yeah. And they're likely to lead you back to inspiration.
1: Right, because they came from inspiration. Like if smart. I
0: just sit, sit on the couch and watch TV all day, it's never going to lead me to inspiration. But right, a
1: moment of Ruach HaKodesh never told you that you should sit on the couch and watch right. TV every day. So and that, that
0: won't lead you to more inspiration. You're, you'll never be inspired.
1: That desire was born in, in depressed places yeah. is where it gave birth to that.
0: Yeah, like I could, if I over-listen to binge mode, it's going to bring me back into that mindset.
1: Right, what, what gave birth to it, interesting. So you have these moments of inspiration, you give birth, or a HaKadosh, we could even call it. You give birth to these ideas um, or, or behavior patterns that you yeah. see, the insp- that the inspiration is given to you while doing, it's not a coincidence, you were doing yoga and you were like, whoa, oh, and it opened your eyes to something, you're meditating and that was the moment you had it, or you're making music or something like that. And doing those behaviors frequently will bring you closer to inspiration.
0: Yeah. You'll glimpse them occasionally through the actions, and you
1: have it in work. Let me because I just made it all artistic. Like I had that those moments teaching, and that's what made me want to do that more. You know, yeah. So just continue to be in front of the room and don't force the moments of inspiration, but don't yeah. be averse to them either. But I what think. I found is that okay, you have these moments that were born from these actions but then you do these actions and these actions are hard actions right it's not always fun to do yoga it's not fun to be in front of a class there's 10 times out of and you're going back to them and you're like where wait where was this juice that i was uh promised that i was given to deal with the situation last time it's not here i can't do it anymore um and you become cynical and uh, resentful of the of the action and yeah. you and then that precludes you from ever uh getting the juice that you wanted from it
0: yeah, so I think you you have to realize that these actions don't guarantee inspiration. And you don't have to don't you don't have to go above and beyond when you do these actions, right? If you like lose the natural flame, the natural inspiration and you go in front of a room and you still force yourself, kill yourself to like try to be inspired, then you're gonna build resentment towards it, right? You're just gonna be like try so hard and it's, I'm not appreciated. Whereas if you go in and be present and teach, then inspiration has a chance of refining you. Right. And it's the same with the other actions. If I lose my inspiration and I'm forcing myself to go to the gym and give it my all and killing myself every single day, then I'm going to have this negative association with the gym. Right. So you need to be able to continue doing the tasks that were born out of inspiration but in a softer way that accounts for your maybe less inspired uh, mental state.
1: Mm-hmm. and you just continue to do them and you just wait for inspiration to come Yeah. but you can't become too checklisty with them either like oh I just did it and I'm good because then you think that you got what you needed like you need yeah. to remember yeah. that inspiration is a part of
0: mm-hmm. and that there's benefit in doing the task right like if I I'm, I can't go to the gym and stretch and I fulfilled my going to the gym but I could go to the gym and, uh, you know, not, get, not give it my all. That's and acceptable. And think
1: about other stuff during the session. And yeah. Are you supposed to be nudging gently towards more and more uh, presence?
0: Yeah, whatever you're capable of, of, right? Right. I also think the gym is, uh, is, a, is an inspiration trainer, a Kavanaugh trainer. For sure. Right. But you, you might not have the energy to be able to do that every day.
1: Sleeping is it. Everything could be a coming out of trainer when done the right way. That's the problem. Like, okay, I get into bed, and I know I can't fall asleep the right way. I listen to a podcast till I fall asleep. I know that whatever the right way to fall asleep is, it's not. I don't have access to it. What am I supposed to do?
0: Set up a good method for yourself to fall asleep.
1: It's I don't up. think I've ever fallen asleep the right way.
0: So have a book that's acceptable for you to read it in bed. Nothing that's catchy that's going to hook you. And. Read that if you can't go to sleep.
1: But I wanna just lie down and like kinda meditate into a sleep. Like I think that that's how I'm supposed to sleep. I don't think if I've ever think even you done that. have
0: the energy to do that, then do it. I don't know, I don't, you know?
1: Yeah, I don't know. That's a whole, I guess, different piece. But I feel like how you surrender to sleep is kinda how you're, you surrender to death. It's kinda like a, a training. I'm like if I go to sleep with podcasts in my ears, that's probably not the way that I wanna die. <laughs>
0: Maybe. Yeah, I don't know if I'd be so upset. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's definitely, definitely not the way I'd want to go. Yeah, I'd want to go in peace, accepting, okay, I'm going to go now.
1: Yeah, like I'm going to go to sleep now and yeah. then like just surrender to it. Yeah. I don't have that mechanism.
0: Yeah, so when you get in bed, you might not be ready to go to sleep yet, which is the problem, which is why I have my book. I read and then I don't fall asleep. I'm never yet. ready
1: to go to sleep. I want to stay up all night.
0: Yeah. It's, so you have to sleep less, maybe so that you're tired at night.
1: <laughs> yeah, I read my book, long. I don't fall asleep reading Maybe it. Maybe I should wake up earlier, focus on the wake up and then, and then do that.
0: I don't know, I've been, I've been loving the no alarm.
1: That's what I always do. So yeah. how many hours are you sleeping? Nine. Right, okay.
0: But I fall asleep at night.
1: You've been sleeping from 10 to what time? It's
0: not easy. Like if I get into bed at 10.30, at, I won't fall asleep until 11.15.
1: What time are you, you falling asleep, 11 or 10? I 30? get
0: into bed at 10 and I try to go to sleep 10.30 to 10.45.
1: And you're waking up what time?
0: Uh,
1: 7.30. Right, I'm sleeping eight to nine hours also. Right, I think it matters what time you wake up. Right, but this is a whole different topic. We should talk about sleep, yeah. but I don't know if we want to do it now. But let's sort uh, to take it back to the inspiration. So you have uh, moments of inspiration. It's... Uh, Mistake to think that mitzvah sidichak kavana that you only get credit when you do them with inspiration because then you're basically you're never nothing find yourself in the moments that you have nothing right you're yeah. lost because you don't have and you can't find it and you'll just sink in worse and worse things. So these are guides back to inspiration, um,
0: and also they're going to prevent the the bad from getting so bad if you have this structure. If you're meditating every day because it's structured now your lows won't be as low. So they're guides back to inspiration, but they're also uh, the safety net that you have.
1: And some of them are Kavana trainers, deliberate Kavana trainers like meditation. Mm-hmm. And then some of them are moments that are likely to see inspiration hit. Like if you do charity frequently, yeah. it's likely that you'll hit the moment that mm-hmm. inspired you to do yeah. it if you stay in that kind of thing yeah, long enough. If you just enough. keep
0: doing it, you'll, you'll have a meaningful uh, experience.
1: right? And what is the inspiration? Is just to let you know about what's possible. That's really what the Wach HaKodesh is. It's like a connection, like, okay, here is what it would mean to be you know, completely abundant, completely connected, yeah. whatever that is. Right, yeah. and what about some musicians that are just using drugs to just go back to these inspirations again and again? But the but you see the results like they're inspired, but about what? Like they'll sing about like really terrible atrocities. Yeah, that have inspired them so you know yeah, they're
0: inspired in a depressing way.
1: You could also we didn't, we didn't hit on this hit dark inspirations like things that make you feel alive, but that are yeah. Like, what is that? Like, uh, you know, you kill someone and that's the most alive you've ever felt or something like that, I don't Ernie has not had that experience, but. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and now you have this pulsing through your veins and you're like, oh, this is life. I think that's very
0: temporary. I think that's more of an adrenaline inspiration.
1: And so that's what you kind of need inspiration or something
0: and it won't last and it's tough to set up infrastructure like you're gonna kill somebody every day
1: (laughs) yeah you become like Hitler yeah and he filled his inspiration meter every day he had it he had the right you create this toxic environment around you where you're in a constant state of adrenaline need basically because you kill someone the whole rush is born from the fact that now you're in trouble someone's gonna come back and kill you yeah there's all this Stigma against what you did, which is your body's danger signs going off and saying don't do this. There's repercussions for doing this So now you set up a situation where it's always the night before a test where someone's always coming Mm -hmm. for your head and Right, we're saying that we don't like that inspiration as much because it's it's painful. I don't
0: uh, yeah I, I don't want inspiration that I'm gonna feel slave to if you so if it's the, the dark inspirations I think tend to be more controlling you're not inspired you're
1: controlled by this but all insp- inspiration can be like I, I wouldn't say that the dark inspiration. maybe they are yeah. more seductive but like where I'm saying that I, I could be inspired by a good thing and then become a slave to chasing that inspiration around yeah you have to make
0: sure or not. That's, that's part of. But
1: I don't, so I don't think that it's. Yeah. In, I think that's part of the nature of the inspiration. You uh-huh. glimpse through a Chakodesh, you're obviously going to want it. Yeah. But the, the dark ones, there has to be a different mm-hmm. piece to them that makes them less uh, desirable. I guess they're just not. They're likely to lead to less uh, good outcomes or for you. Or maybe
0: they themselves don't I, don't. I don't know if they. Uh, yeah. yeah. Maybe they're, they're less likely to be sustainable.
1: Know, they know. pay back pain at the end. At some point there's a negative cost for those inspirations. Uh-huh. It's kind of like the drug induced one yeah. that what you, you you're taking you're a mortgage on in inspiration the future, yeah. and the other inspiration when it comes to you naturally is uh, mm-hmm. maybe all how much of this inspiration is even encountered sober. Like maybe this is all drug induced inspiration that we're talking about and all of it has a bill to pay even the good the inspiration
0: yeah it's possible
1: like even the glimpses of good that you get like i say oh i'll drink at the shower table and you have this great moment right maybe even that's bad that's that's not maybe all of it you don't want any inspiration in your life but that doesn't seem to be the case
0: it does i think when you have the bad inspiration part of the cost is regret or it's like a really long-term cost. Whereas this... The good inspiration, you're gonna have to pay a little, that's just because that just it's cyclical. You're inspired, and if you're inspired, it means that you're gonna be not inspired. And you
1: pay in the contrast. The contrast is the price. The
0: contrast is the price, yeah, it does come at a price.
1: Knowing what it is like to feel inspired is a price. Yeah. Has a price. Has a price.
0: But I think the good inspiration is more likely to lead you to that healthy mindset of not chasing inspiration too much.
1: No? The, yeah. Like the other one is inevitably, it's a loop. There's no way yeah. out of it. The behaviors that it recommends are gonna cause even more pain yeah. and it just... Uh,
0: and it's more likely to leave you, lead, uh, have you addicted to this type of inspiration. I think the good inspiration is in a way less addictive because so it comes with another mindset.
1: So these rappers are singing about inspiration, drug-induced inspiration for all these depraved things, and it's still so intoxicating because they hear someone so inspired. Yeah. It's still intoxicating.
0: It's still intoxicating. Yeah.
1: Like I love love rap music for the, for that. Like it's these people that are so bought in. Uh, to this moment mm-hmm. whatever it is that it, that they're trying to build, uh, you yeah. know, like
0: they're tapping into such deep emotion
1: Yeah, and, and consistently rubbing on the edge of the of their whatever it is the pain or whatever they're touching on yeah So I don't know if this ties back to the art that we uh, <laughs> that we hit on maybe it does that the the art is a reflection the aesthetic is a reflection of inspiration that has the potential to inspire it's born from contact to a uh, presence uh, of negative or positive presence um and it's able to draw us into inspiration and into presence and
0: maybe that's why we we find this art beautiful because it it's just like a glimpse of what's possible right like the same way like if we just see uh a delicious dish, or uh, you know, if we see money, like it might be inspiring in a way.
1: So it bothers me, and I might have an answer. Okay, so when I made music, you have these moments where you feel inspired. You make music, and you think that the people like it because it's you touched on the inspiration that you, that you had. Um, but then you realize that people sit in the studio, and there's no inspiration. The inspiration is could be fabricated or could be made. You mentioned that at the day of concert it could yes. be made to see, but it was still born of inspiration yeah it, you okay are you saying first generation inspiration every time or are you seeing the child of inspiration because that product never gets made without uh, the inspiration so you're still seeing some descendant of inspiration whether yeah. it be a direct and any version of that is going to be enjoyable to glimpse
0: yeah but not close to as enjoyable as hearing pure inspiration no
1: so maybe we can't I, I think that we can't differentiate
0: I think we might be able to with enough exposure.
1: I think I take three takes on the mic, and one I feel, and it doesn't necessarily sound better. Uh huh. To no. me,
0: I know times where I hear you play music, and I just won't think it's as good. Not because
1: right might have, but yeah. I might think that I have great inspiration. Uh-huh. So I'm saying it's not the inspiration. At the uh,
0: at the Dave,
1: uh, yeah, when we played, it wasn't so good. No, the, it's because the. Guitar doesn't get loud, and
0: yeah, but maybe you were let. But but I've heard you play saxophone solo, and I could have thought it was nice,
1: right? But that's fine. There's inspiration, yeah. and there's also just like doing good. Period. You yeah. know, like you could do good or not do good. But I'm saying that I don't know how discernible inspiration actually is. Uh huh.
0: Yeah, I wonder. Well, also, it depends what like I have a moment that feels up. so good when I'm
1: teaching and do you think that it, it's immediately Notable to the student that that was a great class or maybe not. It just feels yeah. good to me
0: Yeah, they might not even notice that it was a good class, but they might leave the class feeling better. Maybe They might just be imparted. So my impression
1: feelings. has been though that with music that you can make things that are uninspired yeah. and that yeah, it Well, you could for sure fabricate it right and it could be better than real inspiration uh-huh. But it's still a child of inspiration. It's a mimic of inspiration whatever yeah. it is if it's immediate so that's what i think what the point is with doing these actions they're children of inspiration it doesn't matter that they be themselves inspired in Uh every moment yeah like that's the torah thing you have this book it is the child of prophecy now whatever actions and twists and turns you have of it because of the magnitude of the initial inspiration that it took The,
0: the book is still is still useful
1: Yeah, and the actions we know are born of, are actions born of inspiration and could return you to inspiration. Uh
0: That's interesting, yeah.
1: And and then all the inspirations along the way, like you have all these rabbis who are slaving over it and being re-inspired over it. And you're just creating this trail of... And they made, you know instituted new halacha because they were inspired. And right, and they made it because they weren't... Like if we said no one should use their phone before they pray, we would say that. If we were rabbis, yeah, that's we, what we, we say would say. That. Halacha, you can't. Now they say, no, it's not that true. Look, that was, that was what the prophecy told us. There's not much that I could tell you. You yeah. if you want to disagree with me. Maybe times did change, and then yeah. just take the, the piece of it that applies, and, and whatever it is,
0: and if you have your own prophecy, then by all means, that's a pure route to inspiration.
1: Right. Don't. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. follow your precedence of inspiration. And, there's a, and we're setting the precedence of following the prophecies that are given to you. Don't yeah. ignore the prophecies. Create actionable steps off the basis of the prophecies that could return you to them.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. So our prophecy is about how to handle prophecy.
1: Our prophecy is about how to handle prophecy exactly. That you have moments of inspiration, you draw them out into actions, which is exactly the religious uh, approach to how you would deal with it, and then yeah. return to the actions p- with kavanah exactly if you can. the Jewish approach. The so Jewish it's approach.
0: Sort of, it cuts. To, that's our nature.
1: Yeah, and then if you if you don't have kavanah, okay, not that, it's fine. Just
0: these actions were born of inspiration. They're good for you, and they will they. May, will, lead back to inspiration.
1: They could give you the roadmap back to inspiration,
0: and you you might have to you know you might be inspired again and realize you have to make a change. But they'll keep this will keep you close.
1: And the other point is, and I think why they say don't go having your own prophecies too much, is that that has the temptation of a taking impure prophecies and turning them into law for yourself mm-hmm. where you have, you touch inspiration but because you killed someone. The dark inspiration. Dark yeah. inspirations. And B, that you have you run the risk of becoming married to inspiration. Uh-huh. That you think you that just the point was the prophecy and not that the, right. And, but it seems like the point is the prophecy.
0: <laughs> so maybe not. Maybe the key of inspiration is to use the inspiration to structure uh routine where you could always be present, but not necessarily fully inspired.
1: Something about, the, ins- the inspiration is telling you something about the way that you should live in non-inspired states, and that's yeah. more of the point that's than more the, the moment point. of the inspiration. Mm-hmm. All right, I think that this was uh, a nice, fruitful talk. Thanks for joining us. For another, another episode. episode of Cold, Cold Punch. Plunge.